Well, good goddamn happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Hypercats. Nailed it. Meow. (laughs) I hate you so much. Welcome to the show. (laughs) It's the show, and we're here. We're here to party. It's T minus two days until liftoff, y'all. That's right. We're about to hit the road. Mm. Tomorrow, we're going to be not streaming, right? Uh,. Not officially, but I believe there is talk that Malika might go live for a little bit to just continue to inform the audience on what we're doing on Friday, just so nobody feels like they're in the dark uh, when we go live. So there won't be any official shows happening tomorrow, Yeah. Um, but there will be some kind of a stream happening sometime tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, to just keep you guys informed on what to expect from Friday. Because our, on our Friday, day. we're hitting the road in an RV that, is, that stands for Recreational Vehicle. Hot dog. Yep. It's a new thing that you I've can. Never heard of it's that. a house inside of a car, <laughs> and we're going to hit the road, and we're going across the country, across the American South. We're headed east, <clears throat> and we're going all the way to South Florida and back. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're not, and you're not going like. And we're going to stream it, so yeah. you can tune in on Friday for that. And you're and you're doing that, going east by Utah, Colorado. You know, you're not going through the South. We're you're going basically like hair, like a hairpin, mm-hmm. I guess. We're the southern half of the U.S. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, man, uh, we got a lot to get planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot to plan. Get uh, get uh, uh, tasks done. Tasks, yeah, a lot of <laughs> stuff to. I mean, I just scheduled a little vet visit for my boy back here. I really need to get on this Huck cam. I, He's gonna I, get dropped all off. week. I just feel like I've been failing on this hard. I gave Huck a, a little. Little stronger dose of his calming chews today, and he mm-hmm. is loving it. <laughs> he's out. <laughs> he's just passed out. He's conked out. <laughs> he's been. He's just been hanging out and walking around, and then Lucas will go do something, and he'll be like, "Huck, stay," and he stays. And now he's just like, "I talked to my vet about it, and I was like, I give him these, but they don't do anything." And she's like, "Oh, just give him an extra one." And I was like, "It says it says to do that for dogs that weigh fifty pounds," and she was like, "He's got fifty pounds of anxiety." <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> well, that's one way to handle it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just have a dog that has a lot of anxiety and you'll be fine. My boy is stoned right now, <laughs> out of his mind. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so today today we'll be we'll be uh, having our finales or like season finales or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them for Spy Island and for Warhammer, Wrath, and Glory. That'll be coming up uh, at 5 o'clock and at 7 o'clock, so it'll be a lot of fun. And then, yeah, we will go offline, and then tomorrow we'll, we'll just make sure we keep you guys updated on what's going mm-hmm. on. Make sure you're on Discord, on social media. Whenever we go live, you guys will know uh, when that's happening. So, And then Friday, yeah, you know, it's day one or day zero. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's always technical challenges when we do these sorts of things, and there's one technical challenge currently happening that, uh, uh, you know. We'll Zach w- went to FedEx to mail back the thing, and now to mail a thing to get it worked on, yeah. and it has to get back to us by 8, 8 a.m. On, on Friday. Friday We're leaving at 9. Yeah. <laughs> so he sent a thing that will be worked on for, I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, it's always an adventure. We've been doing a lot of testing before the stream. Yeah. We have a separate project file for the stream that starts on Friday. So we've been doing a lot of testing and we have a really fun countdown uh, countdown video. We have a fun little like intro piece and there's a few other graphic elements that need to be finished. But, you know, it's all coming together and uh, I think Friday will be, will, will, be, will be fun. If anything, you know, I never want to say anything is a bust because to me, just going live and doing the thing and seeing like what you learn on the first day uh, is is never like a bad thing, yeah. in my opinion. That's just a good way to look at life, man. Yeah. Everything is a learning experience. 
Yeah. Everything's a positive because right. you learn something. You learn right? something. Even if it's negative. That's you right. come out stronger on top. What stronger, doesn't kill faster. you makes you stronger, That's except right. most illnesses. <laughs> most ailments, actually. Oh, 2020. Uh, COVID definitely yeah. <laughs> doesn't Jeez. make you stronger. No. Anyway, no. Uh, welcome to Hypercast. We're going to talk about some stuff today. Uh, I'm actually wearing a thing right now. You are wearing a thing. It's an I Voted sticker. But on top of that, actually beneath it, I'm wearing a sweater. Oh well. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it's a, it's a uh, it's a nice plain sweater. Yeah. Um, it's from uh, this company that's on my laptop. Into the AM. Mm-hmm. Go to their website. Uh, you can get there's a link in the chat. Um, Mods have a get, link. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you go through our link, uh, it helps us out a little bit. It does. It does. It does. Ten percent off, comfy, basics, and fun prints. That's right. <laughs> I've got some fun prints here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sent us some really cool stuff. I'm actually wearing their hat right now. Clearly, That's pretty cool. I clearly didn't give you enough headroom over there. That's pretty cool. A little skelly uh, Statue of Liberty thing. A little skelly statue. Um, but I'm a big fan of just like plain long sleeve sweaters. Mm-hmm. And that, I got a couple of those. Plain long sleeves. It's not really a sweater. It's just like long sleeves, you know? So I got a couple of those. Uh, and I'll be wearing those on our trip. So anyway, go to that website. They've got some really cool stuff. That's a nice fucking sticker, says Jim Belizero. <laughs> Uh, also, I saw um, uh, the salami uh, salami man in the chat said um, that he needs some calming shoes. Or he or she Don't needs, we all? <laughs> he, or needs, he, or sh- he or she needs some uh, calming shoes because they can get a little angsty yeah. sometimes. I, I, I think everyone at this point deserves a calming shoe in 2020. I, yeah. I know I could definitely use one for yeah. sure. You know, so coming to we call that skull where I'm from. <laughs> oh my god, we call that Copenhagen. <laughs> Get some chaw, <laughs> some wintergreen. Oh my god, grizzly. I used to have friends who used to sell that stuff, and they would just have like boxes and boxes and boxes of it in the garage. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, I, I don't know. I, Why I, did they sell it? Was it not available in like gas stations? No, they did, but I think like you know, you would go to like the club or whatever, yeah, and they'd be like, oh, you want to buy some skull. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I haven't even heard that in so long, Lucas. My god, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. No one, no one does it here. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I've not so, seen no. that in a long time. Yeah, no, I have not in a while. Not in a long, long anyway, time. Anyway, uh, instead of talking about chewing tobacco, what should we? What do you want to talk about? Uh, first of all, this is just a me thing. No one else is going to care about this but me. But god damn, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Look at this thing. Look, how, look how many things are in this box set. Oh my god, it's a beautiful Are there 13? It'd be cool if there were 13. Uh, there are... Shit, there might be, actually. Lucas is counting them right now. There might be 12 or 13. There's 13. Oh, dude. Plus a little thing here. Yeah. A little booklet. So that's, this, that's cool. That's pretty rad. Yeah, this is a brand new set from Shout uh, that they put out. It just... It's officially coming out, I think... Uh, I mean, people are going to be getting it throughout the week, so if you ordered one, um, it does not include the TV show, but if you ordered one, you should be getting it soon. Mine just came today. I actually looked this morning. I looked this morning at the tracking, and it was like, yours is out for delivery. It'll be it'll be at your house by 9. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't even know that, but came in a really nice package. Um, I'm a big fan of Blu-ray box sets. This is not 4K, but a lot of these movies were rescanned in 4K, so they're really high quality. Um, I can't wait to rewatch these, so... I hope you guys are prepared because if you're on Discord, we will be doing watch-alongs of some of these for sure uh, over the course of the next month while these guys are while these guys are traveling. Obviously, not at the same time. 
Right. But uh, yeah, I want to dive into some of these. I have one box set of Friday the 13th, and it only has the first, I believe, eight movies because then the rights went to a different studio. Mm-hmm. So it was a Paramount, then it went to Warner, then it went to New Line slash Warner Brothers for a while. And, uh, but Shout was able to get the two studios to work together on this box set. So that's awesome. I'm pretty stoked about it. It's got all the movies plus the 2009 remake. Um, and there's like some bonus stuff and, and all kinds of shit. So I can't wait. So I, if you're on Discord, I hope you're prepared. We're definitely going to be watching some, some of these movies. We've been doing the Halloween movies. And I think they've been, we did in the clubhouse, but a lot of people had fun mm. watching them. So I think I will just continue doing them in our public discord, watch along pages Hell yeah. and, uh, you know, we can do some of the other ones, but, um, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So totally, this is very much a thing that like I'm excited about. Probably nobody else is, but that's fine. Um, I'm wondering if like to kill time on this road trip while we're like between cities, if it's ever needed, maybe I'll do some watch alongs of like Bly Manor or something. Dude, that'd be awesome, yeah. Because I'm going to be watching it anyway. I yeah. I, I actually would love to do like a watch-along or something in that realm for yeah. Haunting of Hill House since I've, you know, I've never watched the whole yeah. thing all the way through. And I had such a fun time reading that script. Yes, it includes, it includes everything. It includes every Friday the 13th movie that's come out. So, yes, Fre- Freddy vs. Jason is in there. Jason X is in there. And the new remake. It's 10 years old now or 11 years old now, but yeah. Uh, they're all in there, um, but yeah, I think they'll be. I think it would be really, really fun to just do more watchlongs of this kind of stuff. And everybody, yeah. when whenever we do watchlongs, I pe- feel people. I feel like people really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. So why not keep doing them? Yeah. Um, and I think it's fun doing it through Discord because it gives kind of everybody an opportunity if they want to watch to watch. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think it'd be really, really cool. They also announced today that the Lord of the Rings is getting a 4K Blu-ray set. Mm-hmm. and It looks spicy. Lord of the Rings is like a very, very, very popular franchise. So I'm not surprised that a ton of people were like losing their mind over it. Yeah. Um, but it looks really, really good. They've got like several versions. They have steelbook versions for, for each uh, trilogy. Then they have like a regular Blu-ray. Then they have like a collector's Blu-ray. Uh, they have like a deluxe package that has like a box. It's kind of a box like this and it has the ring on a necklace in there mm-hmm. so really really cool stuff and then next year apparently in the summer they're going to come out with a middle earth collection which will have all six films the theatrical versions and the extended cuts Hell yeah. on 4k and on blu-ray um so if you don't really want to buy lord of the rings on 4k or you don't own 4k you can buy the the blu-ray version and it'll be the new remasters so yeah um, For me, it was kind of Christmas this morning. There's some uh, Lucha Libre news. Uh, potato what? Potato rolled tacos are back. Oh, hell. I got an email. The return of the rolled taco. Hold on. Let me go to Lucha Libre as well. Y- y'all deliver to Los Angeles? Is that a thing? <sighs> Is that a thing? Please. You know, we'll, you- we'll pay good money. Yeah, there's only two locations, Mission Hills and North Park. Yeah. On your way back, you guys should just stop in San Diego and get yourself a burrito. Uh, it might be part of the play. Mm? Anyway. What, Lord Rex lives four blocks from that spot? Go there now. Get you some potato roll tacos. What you doing here, dude? I love Lucha Libre. That's it's a, so good. It's a good one. It's really good. I, I really wish we had more places like that in Los Angeles. I think L.A., we've talked about this a lot. L.A. has really good um, tacos. Tacos, yeah. Really, really solid tacos. Like If you go to a, any stand or any like mom and pop place, you will get really, really good tacos. Mm-hmm. Burritos, it's okay. They, yeah. I don't. I don't dislike them. They're just like not what I'm used to. Yeah, there's not a huge, great selection of burritos here. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Lord of X, I agree. The Surf and Turf burrito is very, very good there. Uh, very, very good. Yeah, oh, my God. Now I just miss it. Rigo's Tacos in North Hollywood. Best tacos in L.A. All right. Running and chained. Okay. Rigo's. Okay. Okay. In <laughs> North Hollywood. No shit. Yeah. Do you go on a hike after you get those tacos in L.A.? I mean, you could. You could go get them and then just go on the hike and then meet, eat them at the top. as like a victory dance. <laughs> trying to see where Rigo's is. Oh, there's three of them. Oh, really? Hmm. Uh, Running Unchained, if you have any more suggestions for where to get tacos in L.A., you send them to oh, me. Oh, I know where this is. Because uh, I will definitely go make some make some stops while you guys are gone. <laughs> I pass this spot all the time. Oh, do you now? Yes, uh, sir. Because, uh, because everybody else in the crew didn't get a chance to do their clubhouse, we're just kind of, I think we're the idea is we're just going to roll people over into yeah. the next month. Um, and then at some point in November, you know, everybody will kind of figure out when and when they want to do stuff. Because also, you know, there's Thanksgiving and all kinds of stuff. So I think there's going to be a lot of like consideration as to like when we can do it exactly. Yeah. Um, but I'll continue doing stuff with the community offline when you guys are, you know, in like no, no service Nevada and stuff. So we can, we can, we can hang out. We'll have, we'll have a good time. It'll be fun. We'll That's watch right. movies. We'll talk, you know, we'll, we'll talk shit about, you know, the people who aren't here. Excuse me. I mean, uh, you know, mostly just Huck and Kaiju. Oh, he's yeah, he's out. he's out. He doesn't give, he he's out. He doesn't give a shit. Um, but yeah, so the clubhouse will roll over. We'll just continue adding people and it'll just be another Avengers assemble style, uh, clubhouse where it's just going to be a hundred thousand people. So it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Um, but in terms of like stuff that's going on, <clears throat> there's been a couple of things that, that I thought I was like, oh man, this is, this is a little interesting. Um, also I should mention this actually, because I just found out about this today. Um, have to figure out how to make it work. We'll have to try to like figure out how we can tie it into everything, but I will be doing a giveaway of Back to the Future 4K Blu-ray set. Mm. So there's something to look forward to. For can all, I win that? For all you physical media enthusiasts. I mean, you could. Can I win that? You could, technically. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's another thing. I'm in. Um, yesterday it was announced that Jurassic World, I want to say Park, because it's the sixth Jurassic Park movie, mm-hmm. but the third Jurassic World movie. It's also turned into another like Hobbit, Lord of the Rings trilogy type of thing. Uh, they announced yesterday that they're pushing the release date by a whole year. Woo! It's now not coming out till June 10th, 2022. Now, this one's going to have the original cast in it, right? Yeah, this has Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and um, Jeff Goldblum in it. So they were like, hey, yeah, these last couple haven't been very good what yeah. if we what if we get you back on board with the original cast what if we capitalize on that oh genus i mean probably a smart decision because a lot of these people just keep pushing back like a month and it's like starting to annoy me yeah. to the point of like i don't even want to see this stupid movie yeah <laughs> yeah Quit telling me well and i think um i think a big thing too was they just today announced they're shutting down the production for two weeks because mm-hmm. they had select crew members who tested positive for coronavirus yeah and in an effort to kind of like eliminate a like huge outbreak of people on their crew and cast getting the virus, Universal like bought bought out an entire hotel for them to use. Mm-hmm. So it's only dedicated to like their cast and their crew, sure. and they're getting COVID tests every or uh, three times a week. So I would imagine wow. like every other weekday, yeah, they're getting tests. Um, so they're doing their best to take the proper precautions to prevent the spread of the virus. Um, and apparently the production has generated 27,000 COVID-19 tests. Oh my God. And they said that it's added about $3 million to their production budget. But like, 
yeah you know wow that, that's like yeah that's that's what's gonna happen in this like new world yeah is like that that's that's gonna be a fact like there's gonna be a budget line now yeah when producers look at the budget and it's like okay line 27 covid test five million dollars great glad we have that in there yep um they were talking about that they also have people on set whose sole responsibility is to tell people to stand two meters apart wow like that's just their job their I job mean, is good. to literally be like yo you're too close you're too close you got to move away yeah and i wonder what kind of a challenge that brings when you've got cast members who have to interact yeah and they have like there's no way around it you're not gonna you're not gonna have every single shot with laura dern sam neill jeff goldblum chris pratt bryce dallas howard justice smith like all all these actors you know two mm-hmm. meters apart you would have to have a 12 millimeter lens and it'd have to be nothing but wides yeah you know? and i'm wondering if maybe they've been a part of a bubble and yeah. just haven't been out but like you can't do that without everyone on set right. so it's still like the risk is there yeah was this a new announcement separate from the official poster did you see the official poster so sorry i have like a my back um the, the poster is dope. The poster is really cool. The poster was uh, in conjunction with the announcement of the release date shifting. Gotcha. So I figured. that came out yesterday. Yeah. So it's yeah. like bad news with some good news. Yeah. Is this a cool poster? Stay hyped. Uh, so it's been moved to June tenth, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go check out the poster. It's pretty cool. It's like the uh, the the T Rex. You know the classic T Rex symbol, mm-hmm. but in like that amber. Um, that like uh, like the, what they find the mis- uh, mosquito the mosquito and yeah like yeah. the pres- oh it's, isn't it like sap or something yeah yeah it's like sap that the mosquitoes preserved in but it's like that but it has like the uh, yeah the T Rex skull which is really really cool yeah but yeah it was a cool poster but you know it, it's it's no surprise to me I don't know if we if you and I talked about this but DC has also pushed back a bunch of their movies yeah uh, did we talk about it uh, I don't remember I if feel we did. like we did. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Because that's just basically been all the movie news. Yeah, is exactly. That there, there's, Everything's being pushed. Every once in a while, it's like, this movie that we shot and didn't know that it was going to be a big deal is dropping uh, because nothing else can drop. And then this movie that was going to be a big deal is being pushed. Yeah, and I remember in the beginning of uh, of the quarantine, when Zach and I were doing this, doing this show, uh, we had talked about it and I mentioned, I'm like, dude, I, I don't doubt in a million years that because of everything that's happened this year and Mm -hmm. because so many movies have had to push, you know, their release dates from early 2021 to like late 2021, Mm -hmm. it's going to create this like ripple effect that all the movies that move from the beginning of the year to the end of the year are eventually going to move into the next year. Yeah. And you're just going to run out of weekends. Yeah. So it's no surprise to me that we're getting these movies that are supposed to come out next year that are now pushing to the following year. Yeah. And so, like, this movie, uh, The Batman, was announced that it's pushing till 2022 now. Okay. So, instead of coming out in October, it'll come out in March. Right. The Flash movie that's supposed to come out in June is being pushed back to November. The Shazam movie is being pushed back to, like, 2023. And then they removed Black Adam off the uh, release calendar. Yeah, they just took it off. They just took it off because they're like, we'll figure Who it knows? out. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually end up moving The Matrix up. So it was supposed to come out in December, and I think they moved it up to, like, October or something. Yeah. Um, which is nice, because I think that movie, it seems like it's gotten a little bit further ahead. Yeah, it's probably kind of, it's, <clears> so it's <throat> kind of shifting to movies that have been shot, yeah. and they can just finish and put out. Yeah. To movies that still have some shooting left to do. Yeah, like I think. What, might as well wait, because what can you do? What can you do? And I would love, and I don't know if we'll ever, like, get, this would be a really interesting time, honestly, to get making of documentaries about how they're making these movies during mm-hmm. a pandemic. Yeah, totally. I want to see that. Yeah, because there's so many big budget, small budget movies, yeah. TV shows, all these different things like 
How is a show like The Mandalorian affected by a pandemic outside of its normal circumstances yeah. versus a movie like The Batman or The Matrix? Like how how much adjustment do you have to do when you're a movie that's only shot like Batman only shot 25 percent before they shut down production and then they started back up and then somebody on their crew, which it's been reported, it's Robert Pattinson, got coronavirus. So they had to shut down again for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And I think they just started back up again like a week ago. Um, But then you got movies like Mission Impossible 7, I think. Yeah, they're out in I forget what country they're in right now, but there's been like shots of Chris McQuarrie and Tom Cruise like on top of a train and they're just like sitting there as like, i saw yeah, that there it was like awesome. fr- it was shot by like people in their car that they were yeah. like oh my god it's, tom, it's cruise. tom cruise like on the top of a train he's just sitting on top of a train yeah it's as it's moving super he's awesome. like, Hi. but that's what i wonder is like i would love to know what the filmmaking landscape looks like for these big budget movies yeah and like yeah what is the post-production process like have we now completely moved to a lot of these post houses just working from home has that become a possibility um like not permanently because i still think that there's something about creating movies like together as a group inside of like an office um but man i i like i i really really wonder what that whole process has been like because i'm sure it's created its own challenges yeah totally um yeah i i'm really excited for this movie uh because i I think it could be one that is good. Mm-hmm. The past two, I've not been excited about. Yeah, I have uh, not liked the last two movies. This either. one kind of feels like really lackluster. Yeah, this one feels like it could be a redemption movie. I already see like you know, there's going to be a pissing contest between uh, uh, Sam Neill and um, Chris Gold- Pratt. Oh, yeah, for yeah. Sure. Also, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like why? Why did we have to come in? <clears throat> you know, that's going to be the thing of like you guys did Amateurs. this. You made this mistake yeah. that we already made. You idiots. Yeah. Uh, I think there's going to be a. F- it looks like B.D. Wong's going to be in it too. Yeah, so B.D. That- Wong's been in. All of them, I Has think. Has he? I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, he's been I haven't watched them because I heard they were bad. Yeah, I I saw Jurassic World, didn't care for it that much. I thought it was like very okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I saw Jurassic World, whatever the last one was called. I don't remember. Ob- Can't even remember. Not, not Oblivion. I forget what it was, but Jurassic World 2. And I really did not like it. Yeah. Um, which is kind of a, it's a little bit of a bummer. Because Fallen Kingdom, because Colin Trevorrow has really been like the guy who's kind of been at the forefront of like kind of the face of like making these Jurassic yeah. World movies. And I think as a result, a lot of people have looked at him and been like, well, thank God he didn't do episode nine. Yeah. You know, thank God he's not doing all these other movies. And I'm like, I really believe that there's like a good filmmaker in there because I think it's like it's all about what the intention of the story is and, and like what your intention is as the filmmaker. Yeah. Maybe Jurassic World just like isn't the right franchise for you. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it seems like it's a take that I never really cared for either yeah. of just like returning to the amusement park thing. It feels like if they're going to do a continuation, it's just like there's, I mean, there's an island out there with dinosaurs. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be well, about. You missed out what happened in the last one. Yeah. Well, right, because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw the trailer. Yeah, uh, the trailer kind of gives, like, some stuff got away. the gist of it. Yeah. Um, just kind of a weird route of, like, and, like, uh, crossbreeding, like, yeah. genetic modification stuff, right? A lot of that kind of stuff, yeah. yeah. And then eventually, I- I'm going to spoil this. It doesn't matter. Eventually, the, uh, the the dinosaurs end up making it to, like, mainland. Right. So you could have guessed. Yeah. You got pterodactyls flying over Nevada and it's like, oh yeah. shit. Okay, here we go. There right. was the one thing that was really good. There was a short film that came out. Um, 
when did this come out? I think it came out like right before the last Jurassic World movie. And I think Colin Trevorrow directed it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very good. Yeah. It very much leaned back in. Oh, yeah. Battle of the Black Rock. That very much like leaned back into the more like darker tones of Jurassic mm-hmm. Park, especially the first one. Yeah. Like that whole thing takes place at night. And uh, it really reminded me of the scene where we first meet the T-Rex in the rain. Mm-hmm. And like. I was just watching this thing. I'm like, holy shit, this is great. This totally feels like the first Jurassic Park. Why can't the whole movie feel like this? Nice. Um, so if you haven't seen that, I would definitely recommend checking that out. I'll check that, that out, out for yeah. sure. Um, I want to know, y'all watching us right now and listening, um, are you excited for this new movie? Are you mm-hmm. excited for the new Jurassic World movie? I, I am excited. I want to see this one. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I think this feels more like a, um, let's try to return back to the basics, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, see, it's it's a bummer because everybody, like so many of you guys, you guys Tiny have been Chris burned. Games, Baldi, meh, Shadow, meh. Lots of people have been burned. Yeah. I'm excited more for the cast than the movie itself, says Nohar. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I mean, the big reason why I want to see this movie is because I want to see Laura Dern, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum together. Um, and it's not that I don't like Chris Pratt or Bryce Dallas Howard. I don't right. even remember their names. Yeah. But, In the you movie. know, Dr. Alan Grant. You know, it, you know that. Yeah. You just know. Yeah. And I think Jurassic Park, especially the first one, it just kind of like activates these emotions mm-hmm. and it feels very, very Spielberg. And I think Steven Spielberg, when he was kind of like in his golden era of like the 80s and 90s, he really knew how to like make those movies mm-hmm. with his like stamp on them. Yeah. And he was able to capture like... The drama, the comedy, the horror, the action so incredibly well. Yeah. You know, you look at some of those movies and they have like a lot of different tones, but they like blend so well because it's not, they're not like overtaking each other. Yeah. They're supporting each other. Yeah. Before we even see the dinosaurs, he makes you fall in love with Sam Neill and Laura Dern's characters as just nerdy scientists. Mm -hmm. Like it just reminds you of like your favorite science teacher. Yeah. Uh, before, Before we even see like the iconic dinosaur scene. Yeah. Of the, uh, you know, them walking and, oh, my God. Right. You see, like, the stegosauruses or, or mm-hmm. I forget which dinosaurs. The they fucking brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah whoa. It completely just kind of like, it's just one of those moments in a movie Spielberg that you're just shit. like, yeah, your, your, your mouth just opens. You're just like, holy shit. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the thing that's been really missing from these new movies. Sure. There really isn't, hasn't been a moment for me personally so far where I've been watching the movie and I'm like, wow. What you are know. those? <laughs> Did you see that vine? No. <laughs> you remember the what are those? Yeah, meme? yeah, yeah. It's that, but it's that's amazing. <laughs> the brontosauruses are wearing Nikes. <laughs> what are those? What are those? <laughs> oh my god! Now I have to watch this. It's so really good. funny. So I, I yeah, I want to continue to be excited for the movie. Uh, and you know, if people love it, I don't want to like rain on anybody's parade and be like, why do you like these shitty movies? Yeah. Um, I don't, I think there's like, there's transformers. Bad. I don't know anybody that said they liked these movies. <clears throat> Everyone said that they were at best. Like it was okay. It was I, yeah. I don't know anybody that's like, I love this movie. I'll yeah. defend it till I die. Don't talk trash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, maybe you're in the chat and I just made you feel bad. <laughs> Look, if you like them, yeah. like, like them, we don't, we don't. I'm not judging anybody's you. cereal here. God, I hope nobody in the chat room likes it. I know. Right? That would be. Oh, my gosh. That's oh, so shit. Did you hear that? Mm, no, but seriously, like, I mean, if you. I always look at it 
from like my brother's perspective, right? My brother's 20 and he grew up on the prequels, the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. He loves them. Yeah. I don't particularly like a lot of what's in there. Yeah. I definitely do like certain things about it, but he loves them. And I'm like, yeah, dude, those are your Star Wars movies. Yeah. If you grew up, <clears throat> if you're like young enough that you didn't grow up on Jurassic Park World or Jurassic Park Lost World and Jurassic Park 3, and and all you know is the new ones, then like, yeah. I did love them while they were coming out. I thought they were all amazing the whenever they were coming out. But yeah, I was the target yeah. demographic. Right. Like, I was six when Phantom Menace came out, mm-hmm. and I absolutely loved it. Uh, I loved two, I loved three, and I still like them. Uh, Look, man, I saw the Phantom Menace in theaters 12 times. Woo! 12! 12 times I saw that movie in the theater. Yeah. I, <laughs> I liked loved it a it. lot. I loved it. And I still kind of like all of them. Yeah. And I still think three is a legit pretty good movie. But they're like the dialogue and, and performances are so strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, like unavoidably strange. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, look, no matter what happens next year, we're going to have so many other movies that are going to possibly come out it's still the weird it's still kind of a weird thing to talk about of like mm-hmm. oh man next year i can't wait for all of us to go watch black widow mm-hmm. it's not like january 1st they turn off the off switch on coronavirus you right. know like we may not be able to go back in the theater yeah still gonna be th- still gonna be a thing Might for a lot of this thing well and you think about how uh you know a business can be like hey wear a mask or you're not coming in, but a business cannot be like, hey, did you get your vaccine? Because mm-hmm. if not, you can't come in. How does a business know that? Right, you're gonna we got start- so many anti-vaxxers out here. Even when we get a vaccine, some fucking idiots are going to ruin it for all of us, I swear. We don't have, I don't have to rant right now. <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, you it's know, very true. a lot of people are going to be like, I don't need that. Yeah, uh, people, there, there's no... F- freaking way in hell that people are gonna be walking around with their immunization card and being like i got it i got it like no one's gonna do that right and it's like it's just gonna have to be honor system you're just gonna have to be like i hope i really hope that this person now that there is it's just gonna have to be the thing of like now that there is a vaccine out there's no excuse yeah kind of thing right 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 um yeah which is which is crazy times um and it, it actually kind of segues into the next two things that I kind of want to bring up. Um, one is kind of a smaller thing. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them. Oh. Oh, who's oh. that? Oh, Huck, good boy. Uh, yeah, uh, good uh, alarm. I guess them I guess them little treats wore off a little bit. <laughs> he can go from so... Uh, Zero to ten? Yeah. So chill yeah. of sleeping here to I'm going to kill you to I love you. That was the span of Huck's emotions in about three <laughs> seconds. It's pretty amazing. It's it's a it's a gift, I tell you. He was dreaming to kill to <laughs> love. Three seconds. He's like Jason Voorhees when he gets electrocuted and all of a sudden he's like brought back to life and he's like, <laughs> I'm here to fuck you up. <laughs> um, so, so one of the things is uh, Gavin Newsom is... Uh, there's an article that t- that's titled Gavin Newsom not surprised that Bob Iker has left the virus task force. Um, Newsom refuses to open Disneyland and Universal Studios California or mm-hmm. Hollywood, I guess I should say. Um, rightfully so, I think. Yeah. And I think. Uh, <laughs> what? Don't <yeah>. open it. 
We got like the largest metropolitan area in the freaking world over here. Uh, yeah. Size wise. Uh, Anaheim seems to kind of like live in its own world where they're like, yo, we want to reopen every yeah. business that's out Between here. Between Los Angeles and Anaheim, yeah. which is a good 40, 30, 40 miles from 40 here, some odd miles, there yeah. is no break in the city. The entire just way there is yeah. all Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. We're talking like there's like a 50 mile radius around Los Angeles that is city. Yeah. And it includes and it Anaheim. And taps into Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah. So, so th- they've been having a lot. There's been a lot of clashing happening between Disney and, and the state about, you know, them not more or less not being allowed to open the theme park. And from the perspective of Disney, you see it. You understand it because you're like, yeah, you're bleeding revenue and you just laid off 28,000 people. Right. And most of the employees at Disneyland, as far as I know, they are not full-time employees. Yeah. They're part-timers. Yep. So Disneyland intentionally does that. Exactly. Because they don't don't want to. They don't like paying benefits and healthcare and stuff. So they keep people part-timers. Exactly. And and I honestly have no clue how many people even are are full-timers. Like it must be a very small amount of people at Disneyland parks. Um, so there's just like this clashing going on constantly, constantly. And, and Newsom said, he's like, I will not back. I will not back down from this. Yeah. We are not opening the parks back up, whether it's universal or six flags or, or Disneyland, um, because it's just not safe at all. And I think what makes it, what puts a lot more pressure on somebody like Newsom is the fact that Florida has opened the parks back up Mm -hmm. and I know it's to limited capacity. I don't know exactly what the number is. Um, As far as I remember, I think it was about a quarter to 30% capacity. I could be wrong. Um, So I think a lot of people are looking at that being like, well, Florida could do it. Why can't we do it? And the flip side of that is that Florida is about, I think it's Florida who is about to literally reopen everything. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and it's not Holy going well shit. there. No, it's like a hot spot. For, like for I don't COVID. think they're doing any like specific contact tracing. Tracing at uh, what's which one is it? Disney yeah, Tiny World. Chris Game says Florida is doing fully open for business with no restrictions soon. Yeah, and uh, what the fuck? Yeah, Florida is not a good example. Yeah, yeah. don't don't look to for- Florida as Star Pilot Six yeah. says. Oh, I mean, it's and a great like, example for why you shouldn't. Yeah, and I know that there are people in our chat room who are from Florida or live in Florida. So if you have people who are literally living in the state where things are about to reopen and they're like, we're, we're the worst example of this. Right. You know, like that should be a huge red flag. And like it, it's it is a little bit of a tough discussion to have because I completely understand the people who are upset because they have no work, no money. There's not no, like nothing's coming through for them. So I totally understand why people are frustrated. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like. You can't just look at somebody like Gavin Newsom. You need to look and see what's been happening in the last six months to really be like, yeah, we're being screwed over by that by that leadership yeah, no, committee. It's it's just an example of one of these billionaires that's like pointing fingers at someone else for their problem. Right. Of like, we're not making money, so instead of me, you know, not taking pay this year, I'm going to lay off 28,000 employees and mm-hmm. blame it on the governor. Right. It's like, bro, you didn't have to lay those people off. You could have just, you could have just. You know, cut your pay by 10% and all your friends by 10% mm. and paid for them no problem. Yeah. Uh, but which is which is like what had happened. They like... Because that's what a small like small business owners are being forced yeah. to do right now. Yeah. But you're like, oh, it's Governor Newsom's fault. Yeah. And it's I think that, that to me is like the very frustrating thing is, you know, Disney, like top executives, they all took, you know, no pay basically for months. Yeah. But now they just like made the announcement that being reinstated They're, for yeah, pay. And I'm like... Exactly. Why? So that was just, so that was just a PR move then? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, yeah, like what, 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 what's now happening that's made that different? That they like 
I'm sorry. If you're making if you're making over two hundred thousand dollars a year, hell, if you're making over a hundred thousand dollars, one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and like you have a spouse who also works, you should be able to kind of make that work mm-hmm. in some way. Yeah, you unless, could say, unless you'd pro- probably take a little pay cut. Yeah, unless too. both of you have lost your jobs and like there's zero income coming, then it's like okay, there needs to be like discussions yeah. about that. Yeah, but. I think for the most part, a lot of these executives who are bringing in, you know, these huge amounts of dollars every year, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. You know, it's like you're just not going to buy a Bentley this yeah, year. Yeah, it's wild, man. It's like it's like you want sympathy from us right, right now. Like we got a $1,200 stimulus check and that's it. And like you just laid off 28,000 people and you're right. like, you're like, we need money. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's always interesting just, like, watching the chat room and seeing everybody, you know, have their um, just discussions yeah. about everything that's going on. But I think it looks like, you know, everyone unanimously is like, no, don't yeah. do it. <laughs> it <laughs> don't seems, do it. It seems like the um, overwhelmingly our chat room has been pretty, uh, pretty like, um, you know, don't go out and stay safe. Keep your community right. safe. Uh, but I do know, like, I know people personally that are like, I, I just wish that, you know, we could kind of, like, reopen slowly right. and steadily. And I see that. Like, I see a side to it of, like, maybe they could do this. Uh, maybe they could do this, like, somewhat safely. But mm. uh, I don't think it's worth the risk. Yeah, and I think it's really hard. Like, you're really putting your trust into people. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, based on how many places I've driven by, like bars and restaurants that mm-hmm. have, like, there's a place down the street from here, I forget what it's called, um, but they have all outdoor seating, mm-hmm. which is, like, fine, but it's packed. Yeah. Like... Yeah, this uh, general admission over here has been doing Oh, that place, thing. too. Yeah. yeah. Jalapeno Pete's. Jalapeno Pete's, that's the one. Yep, that's what we're just thinking of. completely packed with people. Yeah. And I'm just like, we. I drive by and I look over and I just see... You know, sixty. Pe- it, it looks like sixty people. It's yeah. probably not, but it looks like sixty people that are like in a space this big, and you're like, oh, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. It's it's wild, man. Because like, there's just there's a level of like you can't enforce it to a certain degree, right? You uh, can only do so much. You yeah. can only yeah, you can only do so much because you could let in a third capacity or whatever, mm-hmm. but they all want to go to fucking Space Mountain or whatever, so they're all <laughs> going to stand in that fucking line. Exactly, and it's so, like every single line is going to have to have like people who are watching the line. It's all got to be blocked off and sectioned off. And yeah, six you know six feet at a time, and it's like for a park that normally has, I think the capacity at Disneyland is like what is it like a hundred and hundred thousand or hundred fifty thousand? I yeah. forget exactly what it is, but to like think that you know x amount of employees could keep track of like that much like minutia and shit is like yeah. it, oh my god you'd have to freaking you'd have to hire so many damn people yeah like is it even worth it i mean i'm, I'm at sure that point i don't know they've looked and been like no there's a way to make revenue here that's why we need to reopen yeah uh but i don't know yeah so another thing that's that's kind of been uh kind of been going on is san francisco movie theaters had the option to potentially open today, I believe, or tomorrow, today. And they decided to not open because the state is enforcing a concession ban. Mm-hmm. And for theaters, we talked about it yesterday, that's like a death note. Yeah, there's no that's other... That's how you make your money. I mean, they make a tiny amount off of uh, actual like ticket sales. It all comes from concessions, mainly. Yeah. Uh, but I get it, too, though, of like, I don't want somebody scooping my popcorn, you yeah. know? I would rather have like a packaged candy, maybe, but right. even then, yeah, uh, makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
and it's kind of it's upsetting because it's like I think the blame keeps getting put on people mm-hmm. and businesses, and it should be on the federal and state government level because we should just be getting stimulus to be helping us through this stuff. Right, right. Uh, there shouldn't be any pressure for anyone to open their business right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one of the things that they talk about in here is like, you know, they had the option to reopen and they definitely considered it. But then when it's like when you enforce, when you basically like when a theater can't open and, and basically like that's their business. Yeah. Like to sell stuff mm-hmm. and they can't do that. And there's like no, if there's been no discussion of like how to do that in a safe way or how to do it in a way that like would make people comfortable buying those sorts of things. And it's like. Yeah, what what the hell are you supposed to do? What can you do? What can you do? And, you know, San Francisco is like one of the bigger markets. You know, Mm -hmm. I I would say alongside Los Angeles, New York, Chicago. Yeah. It's definitely some of like the biggest markets in the country when it comes to movies. Like I predict when we're... When we're on the other side of this thing, I think there's going to be lawsuits. I think there's going to be class action lawsuits but to, mm-hmm. against people and businesses that didn't handle this right. Right, right. Lord Rex is saying AMC, AMC has it where you have to order concessions ahead of time and it's prepackaged for you when you arrive, which is something that, that's been more and more common. Uh, that's at like AMC a movie theaters. theater like AMC can afford to do that, you know? Right. Not every single chain, there's tons big of or small, indie, can afford to do that. Yeah, there's tons of indie movie theaters in California, and, yeah. you know, they're never going to be able to do something like that. Yeah, and, and on top of that, you know, AMC, when they started implementing that sort of stuff, it required them to actually. And this is before COVID. This is just like over the course of time because the AMC in Burbank has been doing this. Yeah. You can pre-order stuff, but they had to get like an actual, not a display, but they actually had to get like a heating rack Mm -hmm. where they could put food and, or it wasn't a heating rack because you couldn't put drinks on it, but whatever. You know what I mean? They had to get something where they could like put people's orders in and then had to be tagged and all that sort of stuff. But like not every single theater has done that. Right. Yeah. So to expect that like every single theater is just going to go out of their way to all of a sudden, you know, start implementing all these things. Like that's just another cost. Sure. And if you can't fully open or if you can only open to a limited capacity and you can only have like if you're a four screen theater and you can only have 25 percent capacity and your theater only holds 100 people. Think about how many people are at your theater at once. Right. It's not a lot. Yeah. And how much of that percentage of people is actually going to buy something at right. the concession How many stand? people actually feel safe buying something, which is how they make their money. Yeah, it's like a quarter of a quarter of a quarter of a quarter. We've been going to this place, uh, like a brewery, where they've been, you know, they're very socially distanced, mm-hmm. uh, McLeod's. Yeah. Uh, yeah they yeah. have a, like, if you're ordering a beer, you have to order food, too. So right. that's, it's basically like we, b- people are ordering less right now and we're mm-hmm. having less people in here. So we're asking basically a minimum payment right. for you to be here. And that's like maybe a way to address it is like, if you're going to be here, you have to either, you know, pay us an extra 10 bucks or guaranteed buy something from the concession stand for $10 right, or something. Right. But even then, yeah, you've got less customers. It's just, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a lose, lose. It you know? is. And it's really tough. And, you know, I know that there's a lot of people here in LA from just conversations I've had who like really wish that we could go back to the theater. Obviously all of them are like, I understand why we can't, Yeah, but I understand it from like the both sides of like, but I also know why the theater just chooses to not open. And I haven't done enough research personally to, um, to really know the numbers and to know how many people who have been, you know, kind of going to movie theaters or these events that have opened back up. How many of those, covid cases have come from those sorts of things i don't know if there's a way to like i don't even know if you can track it that specifically yeah um 
But yeah, I mean, I, 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 I do worry that once these things start to open back up, especially in, in states like Florida, that it is just going to be like the worst winter that we could think of. Yeah. And it's already been like bad enough. And yeah. We're all over it. God damn it. <laughs> We're doing the worst in the world, and we're like, it's time to reopen. Yeah, and I think that's the I'm thing. I'm tired of this, That's man. the thing that's been mind-blowing to me. And I've, I've been paying a little bit of attention of, like, what's been happening um, in international territories. Particularly, I was looking at, like, Prague, for example, because they, you know, I think it was in, like, July or August. I can't remember exactly when. They started to reopen stuff. Mm-hmm. And even though their cases had dropped significantly when they started kind of going back to a little bit of a normal life, the mm-hmm. cases like slowly went back up again. Yeah. So they had to kind of like not close again completely, right. but they definitely had to like scale back down. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's obvi- there's very obvious ways to stop it. New yeah. Zealand stopped it twice. Yeah. Uh, but, and like, especially in the United States of America, like, oh my God, there is no excuse. The, mm-hmm. the, vast emptiness of this country is insane there's so much just land that is not being used and so like such huge distances between cities uh it's it's insane it is like there was an obvious uh uh, there was a not obvious but there was like a pretty clear way to address this Mm -hmm. uh that could have kept numbers way down uh, and it was it was basically just like, hey, everyone stay home Who'd really, really hard. Who would have thought? We'll pay you and take care of you. I know. And, but, I, think, uh, and I think that's the most frustrating thing is like, I think we don't have a choice. Right. You know, yeah. so a lot of us just don't have the choice. Exactly. And I think that that we have to go to work. That was the I think the thing that ultimately like killed any plans of yeah. just like people staying home. We're all like, at risk of being evicted uh, if we aff- don't go it. to work. Right, yeah. So right. it's dumb. Yeah. And so I think like that to me is like very, very frustrating is like. Of course, people would want to would rather stay home during a pandemic. Yeah. Why would they not? Yeah, part of the reason. But if we're not supporting that, then how the fuck can that happen? Part of the reason we're talking about opening theaters is because we're just trying to help these people that work there right. get paid, so they don't get evicted. Yeah, because so AMC furloughed like I don't know a hundred thousand people or some crazy number back in the beginning of the year, and it's like it's absolutely maddening. Uh, but Lord, you know, Lord Rex says Canada did it right, paid everyone two thousand dollars every month to stay home. Can't wait until after uh, Trump has definitely been elected, so we can get that stimulus. Fucking idiot. Sorry to get political, but the guy's a fucking idiot. (laughs) I mean, look. (laughs) Fucking douchebag. Oh, my God. Look, if you don't think he's a big old old stanky piece of shit, then, you know. I don't know. know. Yeah. Ah. He's a real son of a bitch. Anyway. put it that way. We probably got to get ready for Spy Island, right? Because you got to do all the cropping. Yeah, you know. um, So that's going to be coming up. I also just want to say, as a Van Halen fan, rest in peace. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. R.I.P. We didn't R. talk R. about that yesterday. We we didn't get a chance to talk about um, to talk about Eddie. one of the greats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for making my high school experience very very fun. Right. A great soundtrack to my early youth. Mm. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll be right back. We're gonna do a little bit of a prep for uh, Spy Island, and it'll be a good time. So don't go yeah, anywhere. Don't go if anywhere. You do, my God, I will hunt your ass down. Don't leave. Hey, by the way, this one is uh, uh gonna be very very funny. I trust me. Don't leave. It's going to be funny. All right, that's it. That's the plug.